All right. Hey, you guys, this is Heidi St. John, and I am really excited today because I'm podcasting with my friend Dorinda. Welcome to the podcast, Dorinda. Thank you for having me. This is so great. It's so great. Okay, so you guys need to be able to picture the podcast right now, kind of how we're pulling this off. I am podcasting from my closet. It's a true story. And I've tried to make it really um, non-awkward for Dorinda because later on, Daryl's going to come into my closet. (laughs) I was like, let's see, what's in my closet that could be embarrassing? Oh, look. You know, I should probably pick my clothes up off the floor and all those things. You know, if you guys want me to come podcast in your closet, let me know. Because uh, by the time we're done doing this, we're going to have it down to a science. Absolutely. Um, I uh, have been talking about the blessing of having children and what the Bible has to say about having children for the last week. And we're going to continue that series today, starting with Psalm 127. Um, and we're going to base our discussion off of what the Bible has to say about having children. Last week, I told you that I feel like the culture has it all wrong where children are concerned. This is a conversation Dorinda and I have had many, many times uh, in the course of our friendship. Dorinda, how many children do you have, just for fun? We have eight. Eight children. Okay. So Daryl and Dorinda have eight children, and you're going to hear that story about how God laid that on their heart a little later in the podcast and a little later in the series. Um, we're going to make this into a two-week series about having children. Y'all know if you're listening to my podcast for very long, these are not very long podcasts. Typically, they're about 10 minutes. This series might go over just a little bit. For one, I don't often get to have Dorinda in my house. She lives about six hours away. We just came back from the Busy Mom Retreat uh, in Rockway Beach on the Oregon coast. Phenomenal. Phenomenal experience. Incredible. Yeah. So we're kind of on a little bit of a you know, we're running on adrenaline right now because we haven't <laughs> slept for two and a half days. And so we hope that uh, we can uh, do a really good job of communicating to you just God's heart for you and um, God's love for uh, your family. He cares about the decisions that you make. You guys know that I can't do a podcast without a sponsor. And for uh, this month and this series, our sponsor is five in a row. I will probably talk about that for just a few minutes later on in the podcast because I found out this morning that Dorinda has just started using five in a row for her son who has ADD. Is that right? Yep, that's right. All right, so check that out. If you're taking notes and you're interested and you're a homeschool mom in particular, check out fiveinarow.com, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the podcast. But I want to talk, just do a series of... uh, I'm going to give Dorenda, kind of bounce back and forth between Dorenda and myself, a series of questions about having children. What we want to do is just do some straight talk Mm -hmm. about what it's like to have children in the culture that we live in. And I'm going to start off by reading Psalm 127, verses 3 through 5. Sons are a heritage from the Lord, the Bible says. Children are a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies in the gate. Now, I I spoke about this this weekend at length. I am passionate about this subject Uh, Not because I think that having a big family is the end all or that that's even the goal, but rather that we understand God's heart for children. The world will say that children are a burden, that they're expensive, that they take you away from your real purpose in life, which is to have a career and make a lot of money. And there are a lot of misconceptions, I think, about having children. And so I kind of want to just bat back and forth with Dorinda today about uh, the kind of misconceptions that, that we started out with in, uh, in our early 20s when we got married. Both of us got married pretty young. I was 19, mm-hmm. really young, and you were how old? 21. 21. All right. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we've been at this for a while now. Um, uh, Dorinda has two grandchildren. We're now we're kind of now we really are in a race. Like yeah. before, we really weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're like we're gonna like get into this grand grandchild race thing. I can tell, and really, it's gonna be more fun. It is than the other than the other kind yeah. of you yeah. know pseudo racing. A that, lot less you know, work. A lot less work, right? You guys know my opinion about grandchildren. I am absolutely loving it so far. I only have one uh, grandchild, a grandson. Uh, uh, from my daughter Savannah and her husband Ryan, and it is a hoot and holler and good time because it's all of the newborn and none of the night shift. Yeah. You know, Amen. it's all of the like <laughs> blessing and the yumminess and the newborn smell and the yeah. running to Mamsie. Yep. And your kids call you what? Nana. Nana. Mm-hmm. Your grandkids call you Nana. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a conversation you guys are going to find out pretty quickly that uh, Dorinda and I have a lot of history together. So pretty much, there isn't a <laughs> subject that we won't touch. <laughs> so we were talking about, you know, what kinds of things. Things can we talk about on the podcast that won't, you know, rabbit trail into some sort of, you know, politically incorrect topic? <laughs> and we decided there may be not any of them. <laughs> right. So uh, hopefully uh, you guys are going to walk away from this today feeling, uh, uh, I hope, a sense of more clear direction in your life. Not that we're we're trying to say this is what you should do, but right. that we really want to point you to the one who does know mm-hmm. what he has for you. And that is the Lord. So I guess I want to start this out, Dorinda, by just letting you share where you came from and what you thought when you first uh, got married about having children, like how many children did you think you wanted to have right. and that kind of thing. And later on, we're going to hear from Daryl, which who, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into this with a little bit of fear and trembling because <laughs> Daryl's an opinionated guy who really loves the Lord mm-hmm. and has a passion for following God. And I know that's going to come across and you guys are going to be excited to hear from him. But first, I want to just talk to Dorinda, who's actually done the work of having all these babies. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yep. Fascinating little fun fact about mm-hmm. Dorinda, uh, you are an anomaly, really, in the yeah. culture because you have had eight children and not just eight children. Listen up, women. Eight C-sections. Yes. I thought mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to be able to do that. and yet, That's what they told me. Yeah, and yet here you are. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. You look great. <laughs> People look at you and go, you had eight babies? And then she says, yes. And then, you know, usually if it comes out in conversation, they find out you had eight C-sections, like jaws drop. Right. Right? Because Absolutely. you're not supposed to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us a little 411 on uh, Dorinda Wilson and how you got to where you are. Well, when I was a uh Younger, I really did always have a desire to have a bigger family. And then um, I met my husband and he, you know, pretty clearly, you know, he wasn't insistent, but he pretty much wanted just a couple of kids. Mm -hmm. And, um, Mm -hmm. And my thought on it was, you know, Lord, you know, I know that this man is the one for me. And so we'll just, we'll deal with that later. So I put it back on the back burner and just (laughs) prayed about it. And, um, you know, I I think you know, you know the story. We had the three kids and then um, he thought we were done and I prayed a lot. Now, when when you say he thought that you guys were done, you guys were talking about a vasectomy, right? You were were like, hey, as Daryl would say, getting broken. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, so he, he started to talk about that when our third was just a baby. And I kept saying, well, let's wait till he's a year old. <laughs> just, you know, just to be sure. And then, you know, then after that, he was talking about it again and kind of like this was just going to happen. And so I just kept praying and um, just talking to him a little bit here and there. And it's, he'll he'll tell the story later, but the Lord totally changed his heart. And, mm. um, you know, I told him maybe even just five years ago. That I originally wanted ten kids, <laughs> and he goes, "Would he have, would he have run like screaming in the other Probably. direction?" <laughs> I think it was smart not to say anything. So we got eight, and that's what that's what God gave us, and mm. they're wonderful. We love them. 
That is amazing. Now, I'm wondering, I'm curious, like, what happens to you? You know, your kids are, several of them are grown and out of the house now. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, this is an amazing thing. Like, having children when you're younger, we're, like, in our mid-40s. Right. And um, if we'd had just one or two children, we'd be empty nesters mm-hmm. right now. I think but about instead, that a lot. we're still not, like, getting a decent <laughs> night's sleep. Like, what in the world? You know, what were we thinking? Right. Um, but I'm wondering if you have the same experience that I do when you go to Costco. What happens to you when you go to Costco with all your kids? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, usually the, the, the classic question was, do you run a daycare? Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> if I ran a daycare, do you think I would take all the kids to Costco with me? I would send them home to their moms, and then I would go to Costco. Exactly. So, no, no woman in her right mind wants to drag eight kids to Costco. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you get the, like, head nodding when people are counting your kids, the and you staring, can staring. The staring. Yeah. 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 Yeah, interesting. Um, I started out, you know, knowing that I wanted maybe four kids. I didn't want a, you know, a really big family. My husband came from two, and he mm-hmm. thought that two was the the holy sanctified number, <laughs> you know, of children. That's the right number of children, and so. Uh, he came into it wanting two. I came into it wanting four. I literally begged for our third child. I begged mm. him. I, I was like, Lord, please, you know, change my husband's heart. Because I kept telling him, could you imagine? Because I came from a family of seven children. So I, I was telling my husband, can you imagine how boring our life is going to be if right. we only have two children? I, this just seems, you know, unfathomably boring to me. And eventually uh, he changed his mind. I always like to tell people, you know, it was a lot of conversation Uh, A lot of prayer, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of conversation over candlelight Mm -hmm. and then just the right outfit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's amazing, I think, what the Lord does through prayer. And that is really what I want to hit home in this series um, about having children is that this decision to have children is a monumental decision. I know Mm -hmm. it's been said that the decision Mm -hmm. to have children is to forever allow your heart to go walking around outside your body. Absolutely. Right. It's a huge decision. And it's not one that I can make for anybody else. It really isn't. It's not one that Dorinda can make for me, although Daryl did try to make the decision for me, as I recall, many years ago. <laughs> well, he did talk to Jay, he as did. I recall. Yes. Daryl has sort of a Monty Python way of communication. <laughs> and uh, But you know what? That that conversation with Daryl was really instrumental mm-hmm. in uh, Jay and I beginning to consider the possibility of having more than three children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I believe we knew you when our fourth and our fifth were born. We yes. were uh, living in the in the uh, the town of Mount Vernon, Washington, and that was kind of the beginning of a journey for us yeah. of kind of going outside of the box of what the culture says uh, is acceptable and good and right. right. And uh, I'm going to end today uh, just by uh, reading a verse from the Psalms. But I want to say, you know, we're going to pick this back up again on Wednesday. And what I really want to to say to you is. I want to encourage you, and I know Dorinda would feel the same way, to follow the Lord, to follow yes. God's leading in your life. Get on your knees before the Lord. Uh, you know, read his word for yourself. Because the Bible, there are times in the Bible where uh, God will deliberately keep women from having children. He doesn't always, some of you are listening to this and you wanted a big family, and for whatever reason, the Lord has not allowed that. So this is not, uh, we're not a broadcasting today uh, saying that, you know, having a big family is the only way to do it. Because certainly it isn't. God likes to. God wants to work with our heart. He wants us to follow Him, and that's what this is really about. And then speaking to those of you who are listening, who are considering maybe um, going outside the box and maybe trusting the Lord in a different way, and maybe uh, more than you in a different way than you thought you would. And uh, Psalm seventy three, verse twenty three. I just um, I had this highlighted and circled in my in my Bible about God's ability to guide us. And he says, starting in verse 23, yet I am always with you. 
You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me to glory. That's such a that's such a comforting thought for me. You know, that after all this stuff, you know, God who loves me and knows me intimately is gonna take me home to be with mm-hmm. him. That is the promise of every believer. And then skipping down to verse 25, whom have I in heaven but you? And being with you, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. That should be the prayer of every busy mom. We're going to pick this up again uh, on Wednesday, and we'll continue talking about what it means to have children in this generation. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.